This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 390 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. Visit them at equestriancollections.com. Howdy, everybody. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have somebody that's new to Horse Tip Daily. His name is Brett Parbury. He is a, uh, a dressage rider of some renown around the world, and he is helping Chris out over on the Dressage Radio Show on occasion as a co-host. And he was co-hosting an episode number 87 last week and offered a tip that I thought we would share with you here on uh, the Hor- Horse Tip Daily Show. So this is a tip from Brett Parbury off of a Dressage Radio Show episode number 87. If you'd like to listen to the rest of that show, you can just go to dressageradio.com. And we'll be right back with Brett and Chris right after this word from Equestrian Collections. Hey everyone, it's that time of the year again for after-holiday closeout sales, and Equestrian Collections has hundreds of items for you at tremendous savings up to 70% off. Closeouts from Ariat, JPC, Pessoa, Ovation, and so many more. Highly discounted specials include ladies' apparel, footwear, saddle pads, bags, belts, coats, and the list goes on and on. Remember, you can save up to 70% now, but this is a closeout and quantities are limited. So grab the keyboard and type in equestriancollections.com. You'll see the great big ad right on their homepage for all of their closeout specials now for the month of January. Get them before they're gone at equestriancollections.com. Well, Brett, I think you've got a great idea uh, for our listeners to pay attention to this week in reviewing management um, of, you know, horse welfare and management. And, you know, there are so many aspects to it, as we all know, the diet and supplements, farriery and veterinary routine. And, and it's all about anticipating the horse's needs, but not to be complacent with the management procedures that you have in place, but to review those protocols. Yeah, Chris, when... When you ask me for a tip of the week, I always reflect back on on what we're doing, and we're, we're as a stable, we're always trying to evolve and and look at. You know, I've always said to my staff, and and you know, it's not what we're doing, it's what we're not doing that I want to know about. And um, at the moment, I'm obsessed with management, <laughs> and um, I guess well, I've been lucky that we're surrounded by some very good professionals who I'm asking the question all the time. You know, what is it we're not doing? Come on, think. Think, tell me what I'm, what I'm not doing that I could be doing so that I could be doing this better. And we've gone right to the point now of just reviewing everything we do. So starting from the ground up, I mean, we, we, we're looking at the, the shoeing of every horse. Um, we're looking at, you know, obviously just the usual things like the icing of, of the hot spots in the legs after working. Uh, we're looking at... Um, you know the, the diet, the feed. Are we feeding the right feed for starters? Are we feeding in right intervals through the day? Are we getting the proportions of feed right? Uh, what supplements are we using? Are we using the the, the correct joint and hoof uh, supplement to to build strength in the or to build 
um, strength and um, in the feet and and you know joints the joints don't wear out in this high impact sport. We're looking at um, you know the fact of well with the obviously osteopaths and the massage people and the dentists and all these things, but you know trying to also get a, a picture of the horse or or bringing the horse to their best and then rather than calling out say the osteopath to your horse when it feels bad we're actually doing it the other way around we're we're calling these guys out when the horses feel at their best and getting them to get a good feeling for the horse when it's at its best so that when the horse is at its worst we have a reference point to come back to and um so we're doing things like photographing the feet um getting x-rays uh of every horse in the stable just so we know and getting x-rays not when there's a problem but when the horses feel good so that we have a so the vets have a feeling on how the horse was when there is a problem. Uh, we're looking at um, travel management. In Australia, we have to travel a long dif- a distance every time we compete. And, um, you know, looking at travel management and what sort of impact that has on horses. Because I guess what, what stood out to me is, you know, it took so long to get Victory Salute to Grand Prix. And then it took you so long to get him good at Grand Prix that the last thing I wanted to do was have him break down once I got there. So um, I wanted to look back through his life and work out had we done things that had jeopardised his future and um, and was there wear and tear showing up now that we could have avoided on the way through. So, yeah, it's made me look at my show schedule and it's made me look at the, the travel, the way we travel, um, it's, look at the, it's made me look at the way we we train. Um, and, yeah, so I just think that we all need to do that and we all need to really review what we do. And just because they did it 40 years ago this way doesn't mean it's right. You know, I think we have enough science behind the sport now to, to draw upon better ways uh, in management. And I think management, especially people who are out there... Um, who want to push forward and have a big career in the sport, I think management is, 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 is as important as a good riding system because without the horse, you can be the best rider in the world, but if, you know, unless you've got your horse, you're, you're, not, you're nobody. Yeah, I think that's so true. You know, and uh, as you say, establishing a baseline for all the normals, all, all the normal levels, um, no matter how, you know, what, which horse it is, at what level, um, that yeah. you have that to, to work from. But as you said, it, 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 so much of what we do depends on good stable management, good horse welfare and stable management. And I yeah. think it's very, very, very helpful. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, as I said, you can catch the rest of that episode at dressageradio.com, episode number 87. Actually, on that episode, they had Edward Gall and Hans-Peter Minterhood, and I think you'll probably want to take a listen to that if you're a dressage fan at all. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate you listening now that we have tens of thousands of listeners to Horse Tip Daily from around the world. Welcome to our little world here at the Horse Radio Network. You can hear all of our shows at horseradionetwork.com. We'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, ride safe, everybody. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.